to the men of this church. We are saying to them, men, commit, commit. And then Mama last Sunday, she spoke about, you know, committing to the will of God or commit to the will of God. I want to take it further this morning and I've entitled my message this morning, The Spirit of a Champion. The Spirit of a Champion. And you'd agree with me, child of God, when I say everyone loves a champion. We all desire to become champions. All of us, we desire to become champions. You know, champions in business, champions in sports, you know, champions in leadership, champions in engineering, champions in, me in mentoring, champions in parenting. You know, the list goes on and on. All of us, we want to become champions. You know, champions, however, you know, are not born. They are made. You know, you look at the, in the scripture, you'd realize that the Bible is full of champions and these are the people that we celebrate. I'm thinking of Joshua this morning. Joshua, I call him the five-star general champion of the kingdom of God. This is the man, you know, while he was fighting the enemy, he even asked God and he said, God, would you please stop the sun? Stop the sun so that the the sun cannot move so that I can face the enemy. And the Bible says God stopped the sun on that day and then he fought the enemy and then he destroyed the enemy. He was the champion of God. You know, you think of, you think of Gideon this, uh, this morning. Gideon was the champion of God. He started as a coward but you find him with only 300 men. You know, they faced the enemy and they conquered the enemy. These people, they had a spirit of a champion David himself, while other men were trembling, but David, inside of him, there was a spirit of a champion, young as he was, and he was able to face, you know, Ukoliath and conquered him on that day. That is the spirit that I'm talking about, because if we are going to commit, if we are going to conquer as the church of Jesus, especially this season, we need to have what I call the spirit of a champion. Coming right here at home, you know, there's a man that I strongly feel, you know, he has not been celebrated, you know, in South Africa. A man by the name of Pizzo Musimane. Those who are supporting Sundowns, they would know what I'm talking about. You know, but when you look at the achievement of this man, he is a five times, you know, PSL winner. Nobody has ever achieved that right here in South Africa. Two times South African, you know, cup winner. One Net Bank Cup winner. One times, you know, CAF or, or, or CAF champion league winner. And one times, you know, CAF Super Cup winner. You know, this guy, he has achieved a lot, especially as a black coach. But even the white coach, they've never achieved what this man has achieved. And then now he has moved, you know, to, to Egypt to go and coach one of the best team out there. You know, when he was interviewed about his success, listen what he says. He gives 10 secrets of a champion. He says, these are the things that has made us, you know, to become champions. And I strongly believe that if we can take some of these things and they can also help us, obviously speaking into the, uh, uh, the area of sport, but we can take those nuggets for ourselves. So Peter says, 
Number one, these are the secret of a champion. He says, hunger for championship. He says, every success is a result of hunger. He says, if you want to become a champion, you must be hungry for championship. Champions, they become champions because they are hungry. And then number two, he says, work ethics. He says, it is not about talent. He says, we work hard and run more on the field. He says, championship it is not about being talented. Even if you are talented, you still have to work. He calls this work ethics. And then number three, you know what he says? He says preparation. He says we put more hours into training, physical and psychological. He says training is the thing. He says most of the time you see the end results, you know, in the field. But he says it is not about what you see in the field. It is because we do a lot of preparation. I love number four. He says number four. He, he says we have what we call toy toy spirit. He says we take one game at the time. Uti asichahi. Sitata one game at the time. And he says that is the thing that made us to become champions. And in number five, you know, he says everyone is a striker. He says the burden of scoring goals, it is not left to the strikers. What a coach. He says if we want to win, if you want to become champions as we as, as a team, we don't just allow one person, you know, to become a striker. I strongly believe, Bazalwane, even as a church, we can learn from that principle to say, you know, everyone should become a striker. It is not the role of a pastor to win souls. It is not the role of a pastor alone, you know, to build the church. All of us, we must become strikers in this church. It is not only the pastor who must be concerned when people are nowhere to be found. I mean, go west, man. Go December with Zalwa Uchon, Vulicate. And I'm telling you, Abba Zalon Masenkine, we need us, all of us, to become champions and preach the gospel like never before because the devil is at work. In the name of Jesus. And then number six, he says, self motivation. He says, players are self motivated. He says, fans are not expected to motivate them. He says, our players, they are self-motivated. And in number seven, he says, simplicity is the best. He says, keep things simple and do the basic right. Is that amazing, Bazalwane? He said, if you want to become the champion, you know, just keep things simple. And in number eight, he says, we have what we call backroom brains, strong support from management. He says, we've got people who are supporting us so strong. And in number nine, he says, unity and equality. No player is better than the other. No player is better than the other. So he says, all of our players are equal. There's no one that you know, we treat them better than the rest. And in number 10, he says, don't celebrate for too long. He says, even when we win, we don't celebrate for too long. After celebrating, we go back into training. And that is why that team became a strong team. Self-discipline or discipline is the key. That is what he said. You know, when I got those principles, I just thought, you know, these are the things that we can also grab for ourselves to become champions. But when you read in the book of First Corinthians, listen to this, First Corinthians chapter 9, I am using NLT this morning because I don't have much time to read and then the other, you know, version of the Bible. But I'll read the NLT from verse 
24. Listen what it says. We are talking about the spirit of a champion. These are the words of Paul. He says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So he says, so run to win. He says, run to win. We don't run to entertain. He says, all athletes, you know, are disciplined in their training. He says, they do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. In verse 26, he says, so I run with purpose in every step. I love that. I run with purpose in every step. Every step that I take, he says, it is the step of purpose. I put, I run every step with purpose. I'm not going to waste any step here. He says, I am not just shadow boxing. I am not just shadow boxing. He says, I, I'm pulling, you know, the punches. And that is the spirit of a champion. And in verse 27, he says, I discipline my body like an athlete. You know, training it to do what it should. I love that. He says, otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. That is the spirit of a champion. We don't want to preach, Bazalwane. You don't want to run at the end of the day. We are disqualified. Paul, I discipline my body. I discipline this body. And I'm training it so that it can do what it's supposed to do. Because if you don't discipline this body, this body can take you astray, Bazalwane. This body can put you into a serious problem. But all the time, you need to make sure it is disciplined. That is the spirit of a champion. You become a champion because you exercise discipline. Hebrews chapter 12, Hebrews chapter 12. I could not start from, uh, from chapter 11 where it talks about, you know, those champions, but I'm starting right from chapter 12 where it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a, a, a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, I love NLT. It says to the life of faith. He says, we've got these witnesses. We've got these champions, uh, you know, and since we are surrounded, you know, by these witnesses, to the life of faith. He says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Every weight that slows us down. Especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with what, Bazalwane? With endurance. The race God has set before us. There's a race that God has set before us. And in verse 2 says, do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. Listen to the next stanza. It says the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. It calls Jesus the champion. Because even when he was facing challenges, he did not turn, you know, his back against us. Right up to the, to the cross, he became a champion and he died as a champion. It says because of the joy awaiting him. You know what he did? He enjoyed the cross. This disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Hallelujah. Do we have some champions this morning? Do we have some champions this morning? Do we have some champions this morning? God is seeking champions this morning. Praise the name of Jesus. The question will be, Pastor Matebula, how do I become a champion? How do I possess the spirit of a champion? Praise the name of Jesus. Number one, number one, number one, get started. Get started. 
Leave your comfort zone and be part of the game. You see, you will never be a champion until you start. Most of the time, people, they keep on postponing. They keep on saying to themselves, tomorrow, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll fight this thing tomorrow. You know, blah, blah, blah. But listen to what the scripture says. It says, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witness, let us run now. You need to run now. Don't postpone. You run now because you've got the cloud of witnesses. Get started, child of God. Do you want to become a champion in your field? You want to become a champion in whatever the field? You need to get started right now. Now, it is never too late to start. It doesn't matter how many years you have wasted in life, but if you want to become a champion in your field or whatever you desire, you can get started today. If you start, God will be on your side and you will be on your way, you know, to become a champion. So get started, Banda Bengos. You need to strip off. You need to strip off. You know, in verse, in verse 1, it says, let us strip off and throw aside. I love that. It says you strip off and do what, Bazalwane? And then you throw aside. You don't just strip off. Sometimes you might strip off things, and then these things can also trouble you. You strip off, and then you throw it aside. You, you make sure that these things are far away from you. Praise the name of Jesus. So the Bible says, let us strip off and throw aside every weight and the sin that so easily entangles. Whatever the weight that is making you, you to become slow, what is it that is slowing you down? If you want to become a champion, you must identify the thing that is slowing you down and then you must strip it off and throw it away. It is your role and your responsibility. It is not someone's role to strip you off, but you must strip yourself, you know, and throw it away. Your role and your responsibility because you know what is it that is heavy on you. You know what is it that is slowing you down? It is you who knows that. Get rid of what you like and make space for what you need. Did you hear what I said, Basilwa? You need to get rid of what you like and make space for what you need. Praise the name of Jesus. And number three, you need to run your own race. Run your own race. Run your own race. Run your race at your own pace. Letting God be your judge. The Bible says, let us run with perseverance. The race, listen, it says the race marked out for us. You don't run someone's race, but you run the race that has been marked out for you. You need to know what is your race? Because the thing that has made us to become slow, the thing that has brought a lot of stress in our life is that we are running other people's race. The Bible says, run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. As a child of God, you have your own race that you must run. You are not, you know, the, the person of the world. Yes, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. We're not going to run the race. John it is not your song. That is stop or it is not your song. That is not your race. Don't even pose that as a child of God. It is not yours. That is not your race. But the problem is that we just want to, you know, please everybody. And run your own race. Praise the name of Jesus. Ah, uh, 
Hai, abayenze le yaba, abayenze. Asi la putin. Arimo. Jesus. Run your own race. Come and shout and say, run your own race. Don't try to be somebody else. Run your own race. This is the race that God has given unto you. Praise the name of Jesus. And let me tell you, Barcelona, if we are on your, you are running your own race, nobody can compete with you. If you are in your own lane, nobody, nobody can compete with you. If you are in your lane, Aguna Zobamba, hi, hi. You see, you can beat me with math and science. You can beat me with other things, but not in this race of preaching. This is my race. This is my lane. You know, I live this and I dream this. You must know what is your race. And to be comfortable with my feeling. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, run. Praise the name of Jesus. And it goes on, it says, number four, you need to run patiently. Praise the name of Jesus. It says, let us run with what, Baselwane? Endurance. We run with endurance. Listen, listen to the definition of patience. You know, patience simply means enduring pain and difficulty with calmness. Sticking with the course of your practice no matter how long it takes to get the results. Can I read that again, Barcelona? It says, enduring pain and difficulty with calmness, sticking with the course of your practice no matter how long it takes to get the results. Because if you are building something, Barcelona, some of us, it's going to take time. But keep on building. Keep on pushing. In true season, the results will come. And then number five, you must make sure that you run focused. Refuse to be easily distracted, but aim to hit your target. Very, very important. Very, very important. So the Bible says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We need to make sure that we run, Barcelona, focusing on Jesus. Focus is the key. If you want to become a champion, you need to focus, you know, on Jesus. You fix your eyes on Jesus, especially in this season, Barcelona. We need Christ like never before. We need Jesus like never before. We need to focus on him like never before. There are many things that are going to try to distract us. There are many things that are going to, you know, they'll try to buy your attention. You know, people, they put a lot of money, you know, into social media so that they can draw your attention. Do you know what I'm talking about? You switch on the cell phone, Bazalwane, you go into the, into the website. There are people who are just advertising. If you want to access another program, there'll be a, 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 an, an advert that just pops in because people, they always want your attention. Everybody is fighting for your attention and it is very important to fight and to make sure that you win in this area. You keep focus. You focus. You know, you let your eyes be fixed on Jesus. The Bible says he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. Not the man of God, not the woman of God, but we make sure that he is the perfecter of our faith in Jesus' name. Am I right, Bandar Ngozi? Come on, let's give God praise this morning. So you, you run and then you focus on him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. And number six, you exercise discipline. You exercise what, Bazalwane? You exercise discipline. 
in order to achieve what you need, you must do what you don't like. Did you hear what I said, Barcelona? In order to achieve what you need, you must do what you don't like. I think it was Muhammad Ali who said, I hate practice. I hate exercising. But because there are some results that I want, he says, I force myself to go into the training room. If you want to achieve something in life, Pastor Lord, it's going to take discipline. If you want to get out of debt, it's going to take discipline. If you want to do well in your finances, it's going to take discipline. There are some other things that you like, but because you want to achieve something, you say to yourself, not now. And let me tell you, my wife helped me when we have to come to this one. I was somebody, you know, who just loved buying things. Sometimes I wouldn't mind to buy on credit. My wife said, if you can't afford it cash, there's no need for you to buy it on credit. And she'll always say, let us save. Because when you have cash, you, you, you are the king. You can even tell them, you know, how much are you prepared to pay for this when you've got cash. And for years, for years, and then we have exercised this thing. It was not so easy. But finally, you are able to come to a place and say, I want to buy this for cash. How much? Can you take this? And people there, especially this season, praise the name of Jesus. So I pray that you're going to exercise discipline in your life. So Paul says in verse 27, he says, I discipline my body. I discipline my body like an athlete. Training it to do what it should. Because the body will always go aside. He says, otherwise I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified, but I need to exercise what was Discipline at all times. And in number seven, you need to practice self-sacrifice. Life is about sacrifice, Mazalwane. Nothing great in life will ever be established without sacrifice. And sacrifice is making an exchange of one thing for another. It is making an exchange, you know, for one thing you know, for another. That is what we call sacrifice. Praise the name of Jesus. I see there you've put that statement. The quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence or sacrifice, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. Very simple, Bazalwan. It's all about sacrifices. If you want something in life, you need to practice what we call sacrifice. Marriage is all about sacrifice. In business, it's all about sacrifice. If you want to achieve something, it's all about sacrifice. Shortcuts, they will take you nowhere. Praise the name of Jesus. Shortcuts will take you nowhere. That is why a lot of people, they are in a serious problem with the hawks now because they wanted to do what, Bazalwane, to take a shortcut. But if you want a proper success, if you want to become a champion of Jesus, make sure that you pay the price and that price is what we call sacrifice. Let me close with this statement. In everything you do, in everything you do, strive to do your best, child of God. But above all, become what, Bazalwane? A champion of Jesus. In everything you do, strive to do your best. But above all, become a champion for Jesus. That is what I'm praying for this morning. That may the good God in everything that you strive 
to do. I pray that you're going to become a champion of Jesus. When you thrive to become a champion of Jesus, all these other things, Balabazaluan, will fall into place because you are thriving to become a champion of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus.